So double dose of dead. Double dose of dead. I think, no, it's the, the dead double bill. The dead double bill. I believe that's what I refer to it as. I believe that is what you refer to it as. The second time I've said I believe when I actually know it's the, the truth. Or should it be double bill of the dead? You're, you're making it worse. Um, it was like the conversation last night. We were talking about uh, what we are going to do if it was invisible, invincible or not. And I was yeah. like, I, be- I was pretty sure. But in my head, I was like, no, we 100% agreed. Dead double bill. Because Army of Dead was so fresh. Yeah, well, I, I I don't know. I recall hearing, uh, we'll do that right after Invincible. No. Yeah. It's possible. It doesn't even matter, though. <laughs> We're both recalling it's possible, but uh, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Ultimately, it doesn't matter because we're doing the dead double bill or double bill of the dead, like whatever you want to call whatever. it. Whatever works for you, you know? Yeah. Uh, basically, what we'll be talking about is two separate dead movies. Two very separate ones. One is a remake of George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. And yep. The other is its own new entity. Although uh, it has been referred to as a spiritual successor by uh, the director, Zack Snyder. Yep. Who is literally literally the only link between these two movies because he directed both of them. Yeah, he directed both of them. Um, I think some more of the crew members from Dawn followed him onto this, like crew members, not cast. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's like, I mean, you got your own shooting crew, right? Like, all the directors have their own, like, at least for the most part, they have their own crew that they work with all the time because, oh, yeah, because they know they know what they know what to expect. They have an idea of what that guy's looking for, or that uh, that person, I should say. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it makes sense. Yep, for sure. So Army of the Dead is uh, one of Netflix's highest, uh, I want to say rated, highest viewed, highest streamed movies ever. How, I don't even know what the term it's, is. It's one of the highest rated uh, movies be- for a couple of reasons. It's the highest rated Netflix movie that was released to theaters because it was actually released to theaters. Yep. Uh, even though it was limited run, it was still one of the highest rated ones or yep. highest grossing. And then on top of that, it's like the most viewed uh, Netflix movie so far, so far. But yeah, you know. I, what was uh, what was number one before? Was it that Will Smith one, Bright? Uh, I think so. I think or Rona. Had... Rona was thrown out. Rona in twenty eighteen, but I think Bright was the one. Yeah, and Bright was okay. Bright was all right. Bright was okay. I, I mean, Bright was all. It, right. it was pretty much what I figured it was going to be. So without further ado, Army of Dead was directed by Zack Snyder, like I had said. Mm-hmm. Uh, the screenplay was Zack Snyder, Shay Hatton, and Joby Harold, with a story by Zack Snyder, starring modern-day thespian Dave Batista as mm-hmm. Scott Ward, a mercenary slash father. Ella Purnell is Kate Ward, his daughter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Omari Hardwick is... a uh, Vanderhey, Vanderhey. I had a hard time pronouncing that one, even though I heard it like several times. Uh, he is one of Scott Ward's crew, as is Annadelle La Reguera, Laguera, Maria Cruz. Okay. Yeah. Joining them is uh, Theo Rossi, who some people might recognize from Luke Cage. Yep. He is Burt Cummings. I think he was also in. Uh, 
Sons of Anarchy. For some reason, I want to say that, but I could okay. be wrong. Anyway, he always seems to play like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that mustache isn't doing him any favors. He does look no. like a douchebag. <clears throat> we got Matthias Schwangoffer as Ludwig Dieter. He is the greatest safe cracker that's ever lived. That pronunciation was perfect. You are the wrong person to critique me on pronunciations. I am. You are, Mr. Kinu, Kinu Reeves. Kinu Reeves. I, I distinctly remember him saying in an interview, it's Kinu Reeves, when no one else has ever said mm-hmm, Kinu, mm-hmm. you were the guy. And you stood mm-hmm. firm for New. like almost a decade. You were New. like, and now it's, now we all know it's not Kinu. Yeah, and then I didn't learn how to say it till what, John Wick, so... Yeah, I think that might be it. Okay. Uh, we've got Nora Analeader as Lily. One of my favorites. Hiro Yuki Sanada as mm. Bly Tanaka. Yes. They probably should have just let him have his own name in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, all right. Um, this is the funniest part of the whole movie. Tignotaro as Marianne Peters. Funny for a couple of reasons. One, the character's hilarious. Yep. Two, her delivery is hilarious. And uh, three, three she's, she's in the movie. She was in the movie, but she was filmed afterwards and subbed right in. Yeah. Great chemistry considering she wasn't with any of them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's actually one of the things that was took me out of the movie the first time around. Raul Castillo is uh, Mikey Guzman. Kuma Qureshi is Gita. Garrett Dillahunt is Martin, who was in uh, the Mindy Project. Yep. And he's another guy that always seems to play a douche. He's really great at playing douches. Yeah, he might actually be a douche and he's not really acting. Samantha Wynn is Chambers. Richard. Citrone is Zeus. Not sure how these alphas came up with these names, but that's fine. And Athena Parample is the queen. And that's uh, that's it. That's all. Where do you want to start? Um, I want to start by saying that uh, I feel like this movie has gotten a lot of hype. I don't necessarily think it's well-placed for the most part. Okay. Um. And it's it's a uh, you know nothing against the actors or or whatever. Um, it's strictly because, and I said this in our our cam cat or no, our group chat, Masters of the Universe represent. This is literally a big budget B movie. Um, so much so that it was for me, almost uh, like I uh, was very predictable. Like the even when we get towards the end, I was like, pretty much the people that died, even in the orders, I wasn't really surprised by. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. By the way, spoilers, fat spoilers. Like I called David Batista getting like dying. Oh yeah, right, I called him too. Right at the beginning of the movie, the second yeah. that he had an estranged relationship with his daughter, I was like, okay, they're gonna reconcile and he's gonna die and uh, she's probably gonna kill him. And check, check, and check, all in one shot. Yep. Which was uh, 
was disappointing. I, sometimes when you figure it out, there's that anticipation where you get to yep. be like, oh, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm right. This one, unfortunately, I was like, uh, okay, all right. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at there. So overall, this is my personal view right now. Yeah. Aside from the time loop theory, this was just a generic zombie movie that looked amazing for the most part. Looked amazing, had a killer soundtrack, um, but it's all like really just by the numbers for the most part. Yeah. And even the time loop theory was cool. I just wish it would have been fleshed out a little bit more. Like I know the, the theory is that uh, what's his face? Uh, Vanderhoy is uh, he survives, but because he's got the zombie bite, he's actually from a different dimension because every time loop creates a new one. So he's of one where he survived initially, but he was bitten because in what we saw, he was never bitten by Zeus. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, like aside from the time loop stuff, it's pretty, even the alphas, the alphas concept, that's nothing new. Um, was it day of the dead day of the dead explored the uh, concept of smarter zombies that were grouping together. Uh, land of the dead. Land of the Dead. Yes, that's the one yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, because yeah. that's the one that was directly after our uh, Dawn of the Dead, correct? Um, I do. There was there was night, night, dawn, day, and then Lamb was like 25, 20 years later or something like that. Land of the Land of the Dead actually came out like a year or two, I believe, after the Dawn of the Dead remake. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So after yeah. the the Dawn of the Dead remake, yeah, Land of the Dead came, and that's what I'm referencing. So that's where we got to see. They didn't call okay. them alphas, but they had the concept of smarter zombies working together. So it wasn't like the only thing that was kind of, actually kind of cool was that they they thought to create a helmet so that you couldn't shoot him in the head. I thought that was pretty badass. That was pretty badass. Um, but it was also one of those where I'm like, well, if you thought of it, why wouldn't you tell the rest of your alpha buddies to just fucking put helmets on? I mean, I guess so that he's still yeah, king of the mountain, know. but still. Um, I I enjoy the film a lot. It doesn't. Come, I know you do. It did. doesn't come near Dawn of the Dead, but it was just fun. Nowhere it was close. just a fun popcorn flick. It felt a lot like a video game. Like I was watching a video game. Yeah, I definitely got like those with vibes the, with too. It, like it had the beats of like levels and the bo mini bosses and then bosses. Yes, very much so. Very much. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I, I'm i not saying I didn't enjoy the film, but I, I definitely didn't enjoy the film as much as you did. Mm -hmm. um, especially because anytime Tignotaro was on screen, two things happened. I was either laughing at what she was saying or I was laughing because it's like, this is so absurd. Like... They do a good, they do a pretty good job of not making it seem like she was superimposed afterwards. Yeah. I my problem is I wish I wouldn't have found out until after I'd seen it. See, I knew beforehand and I thought it was so well that I, it never caught me off guard once throughout the movie. In fact, Ugh. it amazes me that Zack Snyder was able to shoot her roles and throw her into this existing film already and make it look the way it looked when Warner Brothers couldn't remove Henry Cavill's mustache. Oh, no. We, we already know that they wouldn't do that. They just wouldn't. 
They chose not to. You know what I mean, though? Like, how does how how does this look better than Justice League's theatrical cut? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. And I'm not surprised um, at all that Dave Bautista was interested in this because he's been trying to get a Gears of a Gears of War video uh, movie off the ground for a long time now. That doesn't surprise now. me. Yeah. So I, yeah. I bet you, like, just like that video game feel of this instantly intrigued him. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I also felt uh, it ran a bit long too. It is. It is long, and There's, it felt it. That's the part. That's the part where I was like, I can feel the length. Once they're in Vegas, I don't really feel the length, but it has a very long like start off phase. Like this is actually longer, I think, than Ocean's Eleven, an actual heist film. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, you know, and zombie movies don't need to be. 140 plus minutes. hours yeah they, like they don't i mean no no but at least um, it wasn't four hours <laughs> that's true like at least you didn't have like an actual I mean, intermission it's snyder so i mean at least it wasn't four hours yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um but i mean like even saying like you know i felt like it ran a little long it's hard for me to to actually put the cuts in so it's it's yeah. just one of those where like i felt it yeah um and I watched this movie twice, so it's uh, so it's not just like my first impressions where I was like, oh, oh you know, like anti-hype or whatever. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, like, we're talking to Zack Snyder, so the direction of this movie and the visual of this movie is largely perfect. This is almost perfect visual. My only real complaint visually was uh, he started doing this blurring thing now he he did that at the end credit scene for justice league and i remember just being like uh, i didn't like it but it was like it wasn't that bad because it was at the end of the movie and you hadn't seen anything prior to that so i was like okay fine and then when i watched this one and it was almost it was quite a bit of it in here and i was like oh i guess that's his new thing you know slow-mo well, fights and he shot blurring. he shot this whole movie with like some old camera from like the I don't know, like a really old camera they loved, and then, well, he was a cinematographer on this. Usually, well, that's what, a cinematographer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he used his say, own like, camera on this, and yeah, incredible. He brought this like crazy old camera that apparently has like this this foggy lens or something on it that he loves to look up, and he thought it'd be perfect for a zombie movie. So he shot the whole thing with that, and I noticed it too. There's a lot of times where it's like. This is cool, but it's also really out of focus. Like the only part in the whole movie that I thought was really cool was when he was doing it to sort of drag out the first appearance of the queen. Yes. So then when like she dips low and she's all blurred out and then it just shows her face and that just sharpened. I was like, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. But then after that, I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Titan. <laughs> okay, buddy. Lay down. He forgets that he's like almost my weight in size. So he's like, yeah, I'll just hang out underneath the, the table. <laughs> he's bumping everything. I'm like, I, I you know, if you want to lay down, that's fine. Just don't hover like this under the table. A, a couple of like, you know, aside from like his personal flourishes, it's still a, a Zack Snyder movie. So it's like gorgeous there's a lot of like long shots 
there's some quick cuts, but there's nothing disorienting. It just looked really cool. One of my favorite scenes actually was, and this was something I hadn't seen in a zombie movie, was when the zombies are hibernating and they're just standing. Yes. And they're just kind of like either their arms are outstretched or whatever. Like, and um, what's her face? Oh, Chambers? The chamber, yeah. Chambers. She um she has to get through because uh what's his face? Martin fucks her over because he she calls him out. She's like, I don't trust you for shit. You're gonna stab us in the back first chance you get. And he's yeah. just like, Yeah, whatever. And then he fucking fucks her over. And so that entire sequence is her just trying to get through stealth style. That was one of the few times in this movie where I was like, Oh, Oh, and then it gets into that cool, like, just stab fest, just crazy, like, trying to, like, kill them as quickly and as quietly as possible. You know, and then, of course, it, it doesn't happen. I mean, that whole but... sequence was incredible, though. Like, she was friggin' awesome. Like, it was so cool so that I was, like, even the second time I watched it, I was like, ah, oh, man, I really hope she doesn't get killed. Even though yeah. I knew she did. I was yeah. like, she earned a spot in the end game to die, but nope. No, although no. she did get killed in a wicked cool way. Yeah, like I was watching this with my dad, and he was all like, Oh, she's still alive. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Oh, and then she when she comes out of the window there and they're all surrounding her, and he's like, What are you doing, idiots? Go help her. She's not even that far. Just go help her. Yeah, and then as soon as they went for her left arm, I was like, Ah, that's it. That's over. That's, it. Yeah. that's over. Yeah, no, that that was probably the highlight. I think of the movie was that yeah I'd have to agree sequence I'd have to agree because when I watched it the second time and it was coming to that scene I was like oh yeah that's right yeah okay buckle up (laughs) buckle up yes I do actually like your assessment about how it feels like a video game movie because it does really feel like a video game movie and that could also tie into that time loop theory because you know you see the bodies as they get closer and closer to the end and then uh and then when they finally get there of course they all die too mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh except for uh kate although if this really is a time loop movie what happens to her <laughs> man she probably just goes on and makes some more bad decisions no i think it's just looped right back to the beginning again she it'll be interesting to see like decisions. with the sequel set in mexico if they will go through that sort of time loop aspect again. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, there's a sequel, there's a spinoff, there's an animated series. Like, yeah. Well, okay. Hold on. There's an animated prequel and there's a, uh, a, a prequel as well. Actually. There's a prequel with a live action uh, prequel with, with Dieter. With Dieter. That's right. Uh, Army of thieves. Yep. Then there's but an then animated the... prequel. Uh, maybe that's the the side project. Now I can't recall. And then yeah, there's a potential. Like there's, a, there's a huge list of stuff in the in uh, that Zack Snyder's already like. We pretty much we know exactly where we want to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I can only and he said like the end in Mexico City wasn't by accident. Like he has plans. Yeah, and that's like, what I'm saying. Like, so he's got a whole. Oh, he's got. Already. He's, and that I mean, like. Whether whether you you love the movie or not, I'm like I'm so pumped to just see Snyder working with zombies again. Like, you know what? It's I'm uh, really excited. 
I do hope that the second one is, I think I li- I'd like the idea of it taking the core concept and then expanding upon it. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually really glad that I watched Army of the Dead first before I rewatched Dawn of the Dead because I had a feeling that Dawn of the Dead was just going to be superior and it is in every aspect mm-hmm. but it's hard to really fairly compare the two because like Dawn of the Dead is a full on zombie movie yeah, oh yeah that's it so this is just like regular people trying to survive something that they don't understand I mean, they don't even call them zombies. They don't even really know what's going on. And that's one thing I like is that they never, in any of these movies, no one goes, ah, they're zombies. Don't you read comic books or watch movies? They're fucking yeah. zombies. They're zombies. <laughs> they're, always, they're always just, you know, they don't ever make those connections. But regardless, um, so like, I don't want to make it seem like this is a bad movie, by even by saying it's a big budget B movie, I mean, it is. Oh, yeah. But it... <sighs> It's a really good big budget B movie. <laughs> it's one of the better big budget B movies. Like as an example, as a big budget B movie that you might not think of until I say it, John Wick is a big budget B movie. Oh yeah. Think about it with no uh, no Keanu Reeves, and and like maybe even a third of the budget, and you've got like eighties action flicks all day long. Yeah. 80s 90s yeah 80s mid to late 80s to early to mid 90s that whole section 10 15 years is just like slew of cheesy like what is it uh arnold schwarzenegger and rod deal you ever watch that oh god oh is that ever garbage i watched them all i was i was i mean schwarzenegger van damme stallone yeah, they're all nice. they're all they're like, all garbage. Yeah, like I watched this all is of just it's an elevation of this. So like yes, I'm saying big budget beef movie, but they are, but they're yeah. really good. Yeah. So this is a better version of that. Um the only other like if it wasn't for the time loop thing though, I would say this is unfortunately and that one suspenseful scene with the uh sleeping zombies, largely forgettable though. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, the chemistry from the cast is really good, and I like that. Great but... chemistry, yeah. I love the cast, and I, I thought it was kind of shameful when Kate came along and got everyone killed because it was such a great cast with a great plan. And I wanted to see what happened with uh, uh, Tanaka, right? Like, right now, it seems like he just kind of got away with whatever. Well, he, not really, because uh, like he never you know, got his money, but he didn't get his money. He didn't get the head, which is what he really wanted. But he's still out there. I mean, is he because of the time loop? <laughs> See what yeah. I mean? But I mean, time loop is just like a fan theory, though. Right. But even uh, Snyder has said, like. He hasn't said officially, but he's like, you know, there, there are definitely some clues. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird shit in it. Like one uh, zombie that dies straight up looks like a robot. Did you see that in the casino? I definitely saw sparks coming out of the thing. I was like, what the the fuck? I actually watched a video on the the time loop theory. And uh, so like like I mentioned at the end where uh, Vanderhey gets out of the, the safe and goes to Mexico. Well, he got bit, but he never got bit in the entire movie. 
right? So that's one part of the theory. The other part is like when he actually sits there and says, you ever feel like we're just keep doing the same thing over and over again and we just keep dying like it's a time loop and that whole sequence there. And then you sh they show flashes of the other dead bodies that are wearing necklaces and, and scarves and stuff of the same of the main cast. And at first, my first thought was like, yeah, but I mean, that could just be them showing what he's thinking, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then at the uh, towards the end of the movie, there's an actual I think it's like 152 or something like that. When they're in the casino, there's a shot of, of like three or four of them dead sitting on one of the tables and they're looking at it. Like that's that's how far they got that time. And that's how far they got this time and so on and so forth. So there's enough clues in there that I do feel that it's intentional. Mm. But then again, when you start talking time loops with me, I'm like, oh, let's make it a little bit more obvious. I want to see more of the, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Like, especially after I just got finished watching Happy Death Day to you, <laughs> you know? Which was great. And I hope a third happens. Uh, yeah. yeah. Every, every, every couple of weeks I hear, yeah, it's on. And then it's like, eh. but anyway, uh, so getting back to this, um, ultimately, I would say that uh, the, Action sequence in this are uh, incredible, yep. expertly shot. You know, so good. I'm, like I'm still. Said, the soundtrack is amazing. Yep, soundtrack is incredible. Like uh, Tom Holkenberg once again. You know, like he's been a busy guy because he did Godzilla versus Kong and the Snyder Cut. Like he's been yeah. knocking out movies. <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, and good for him, and good yeah. on him. Good on him. Um, yeah, like I, I just. Uh, I keep going back to your your thought process about how it's a video game, and I'm literally like in my head going, "I I'm gonna have watch it again with that in mind, and I bet you all appreciate it a bit more." Yeah, like that's all. Once they once they hit Vegas and and they were on the ground, I was like, "This is a straight up video game right now." Like I'm taking over the characters right now with my controller. Yeah, and it actually helps because, like, for me, as I was like, "Yeah, like is it." As far as zombie movies go, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say it's one of the better ones, but it's not one of the... It doesn't really do anything much for the genre. It, there's very little zombie movies that really try things that are new. Like, most of the time, they have that template and they stick with it, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, at the same time, they could take that template and do something really good with it. Like Dawn of the Dead, for instance. Yeah. it's The template's there. And they use it almost verbatim. And granted, it's a remake as well. So it's a little bit more of a template than zombie movies in general. But uh, this didn't really do anything to push anything forward except for just the mashing of different genres. That would yeah. be the only thing that I would yeah. say separates it from the rest of them. Because Although... Mean, like, there, was, there was that trio in the early 2000s that was perfect. And I don't think any zombie movie is going to touch that for a while. Like It was 28 Days Later... Dawn of the I Dead. I was just gonna say Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, all back to yeah. back. And and that those are like perfect zombie movies. All, all three, of them. three of them. Yeah. And I was gonna say, like, so so now you got those three. Does Army of the Dead go in side by side with those three? I don't think so. No. But then again, when I watch it again with the video game mentality, I might. But you're right. Like, and I was thinking about this earlier, literally today. I was like, yeah, 28 days later, uh, Dawn of the Dead. And Shot of the Dead. So we're yeah. in the same boat. And I'm just like, yeah. those are three like perfect zombie movies. And uh, they're great in their own ways. Like 
Shaun of the Dead is fucking hilarious, but it's also, it can be scary. Yep. You know? And it also does a, some different, its own, like, spin with zombies, but essentially it's a zombie movie. Yeah. I want, like. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I actually have been toying with my rating system for the last couple of days. And I'm at a three, three Chris's out of five for this. Nice. I put it at a four, a four out of five. No, I know it's your movies have movie. to be really fucking good to hit four and a, four and a half. And then they have to be perfect for a five. Yeah. And I agree. Like, uh, uh, I, I will say, and I agree with Will on this. I'm done with the zombies sounding like raptors. <laughs> when he said that, and I was just thinking that I was like, I got to bring this up before the before we stop. That was funny because <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's creepy though, especially for the queen. The queen was creepy; like she looked awesome. Oh, the 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 all the zombies looked incredible. The special effects were right awesome, like yeah. right cool. It's just, uh, I mean, the vocalization. Like we go from like the first chunk of zombie movies and they're literally like because they can't vocalize and yeah. now they're like hissing and growling like fucking velociraptors and you're like that's cool but it's 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 not i don't feel like that's what a zombie would sound like even though it's a fictional thing and they could sound like anything yeah i don't think they would sound like the the moan either like i i figure a zombie would sound like they would have a really dry coarse gurgly just breathing yeah because like, i mean like, like just breathing the other thing too is that they're continuously decomposing yeah. as they're sloughing around so it's not like yeah i don't know i don't know i mean again we're talking about fictional characters right so they can do whatever they want like in werewolf movies sometimes they stand up on their feet like men and other times they're just really large wolves like in wolf right yes or in uh, the american werewolf series Yes. They were all uh, quadru- quadrupedal? Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. No, I just got the nod. I got the nod from Michelle. <laughs> is that, was that it? <laughs> yeah, it was it. it was, well, because I know it's uh, it's bipedal, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, I got the other nod. <laughs> right, I know it's quadruped, but is it quadrupedal? Because you're bipedal or bipedal, right? Oh, what do you know? What are you, a nurse or something? Anyway, I'm right. She gave me the nod. I'm totally right. Yeah. Now she's giving me a different look altogether. Yeah, it's totally different now. <laughs> yeah. It's a look like, oh, the fuck is wrong with my husband? <laughs> anyway. Um, having said that, while it's not one of my favorite zombie movies, uh, and it's only three out of five, I am very intrigued on where this franchise will go. And it's also crazy that it's already like a franchise. <laughs> right? It, it's like, <laughs> um, what are the cool kids saying this? This this movie's been out for a hot minute and it's already a franchise. That's the only time you'll ever hear me use that. I yeah. used it ironically. <laughs> I'm never using it again. <laughs> I'm kind of making fun of Michelle right, by saying that. <laughs> nah. I don't say that. Said it the other day. Ooh. Guess he's getting knocked out tonight. Yeah. I'm hoping it's while we're still recording. I think that brings it. It will not be while we're still recording. 
but it because that's be because videographic of, evidence of spousal abuse, and my wife can't afford that. But if she doesn't put her face on camera, it's okay. If it's just a fist flying from the side, no one will know where it came from. I'm so glad she can't hear you right now. <laughs> How dare you start spouting loopholes? Uh, um, Lily was great in this too. The coyote. I thought she was awesome. The cast in general was awesome, but yeah, she actually stood out for me. I love how she was literally making like stringing Martin along big time, yeah, making it seem like she's playing his game. Really, she was just fucking him over first chance she got because she, like the rest of them, was like, "Fuck this prick." That's mm-hmm. the other thing about the predictability too. So the second he was introduced, I was like, "Okay." Okay, he's gonna do whatever he can to fuck people over. Oh yeah. Um, yeah same with Burt Cummings, uh, Theo Rossi's character. He was another one where I was like, "Oh, he's gonna get it bad." Yeah, but I was <laughs> expecting get him to come along to be like bait. <laughs> no, I didn't expect that either. That yeah. was a shock. But then when they start dragging him away, I was like, "Oof, oof." Yeah, yeah that was good. Um, yeah, the tiger. The tiger was amazing. And the whole tiger kill of Martin was awesome. The CGI, the CGI could have been a little bit better, could have been a little bit more polished. But yes, the concept of a fucking zombie tiger was crazy. Yeah. And they called it Valentine, and it was part of like the sacrifice thing. I was like, oh, this is nuts. And he got it so bad. Like, Ooh. oh, oh, so like at bad. first he's just getting tossed around, he's being toyed with, and you're like, okay, this is pretty rough. But then the full on like half head rip off and you see the caved in skull. Oh, it's so <laughs> gross. That's the grossest thing in the whole movie. That's the grossest thing I've seen in a, while, a long time. And I've seen some pretty gross, gory movies. And I'm not a fan of those at all. But you watch zombie movies, you got to see something, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, that was just gore is a given. Oof. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to watch it again. Um, I wish I could own it, <laughs> but I guess it's just Netflix. Yeah. That's, yeah, I know. Eh? Like, and, uh, and of course, Netflix isn't going to release it on Blu-ray because oh, fuck no. why would they? Yeah. These are the guys that released the first two stranger things on Blu-ray and that said, nah, we're not going to release the third. Wasn't the same thing with the Daredevil? They did the first two seasons. Yeah, First two, not the third. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, I just restarted Daredevil again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. First season, down. Second season, already. Oh, I, I, I do want to mention the opening sequence was awesome. Or the credits. Oh. Opening credits were yes. so cool. I loved how it yes. showed like their first time in Vegas throughout the whole credits. And then you knew where they were. Boy, how do we know it's their first time in cre- uh, Vegas? Well, they are, said Now it. are you subscribing? Oh, like the first group? The first group. Yeah, yeah. Which may or may not be them. Like in a their time. original, like, like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The original group, yeah. But like I said, it, it that's one of the ones, too, where they said, like, that, that theory holds up because that could be them in one of the three or four times. They say, like, this is probably their fourth time going through it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Yes, it's a fun movie. Yeah. You know, uh, the next time I watch it, I will, I will enjoy it. I know because I enjoyed it. It was just, 
there was a, just enough things where I was just like, okay, well, it's nothing. It's the hype is huge for this movie. And that's where I'm like, I don't understand the hype for this. I mean, the hype has come from multiple things. It's coming from, well, from the pandemic still going on and people looking for good entertainment at home. Right. Oh yeah. But I mean, like we did that with tiger King and look at us now. Yeah. We're still going. Actually, to be honest with you, I never should have watched that. I, I mean, never it, it, should have watched Tiger, Tiger it, King. It's coming off of like, you know, Zack Snyder returning to zombies. Like that's been something people have wanted for almost 20 years. It's coming off of like just last <laughs> month, the Snyder cut. That was huge news, you know? Yeah. No, he, so he's like, just nailing it. He's nailing it and good for yeah. him. Like they, they had some, well, I mean, they're obviously still going through it and they'll never really be done with that. Yeah. But it's great to see like a positive spin come out of this because because yeah. um, <clears throat> it looked pretty bleak and like he looks like he's he's having the time of his life now, you know. Oh, like did you? And there's watch- still talk about possibly getting that Snyder cut going or the Snyderverse continuing. Oh there's yeah, still renewed talk about this. Well, apparently, like Dwayne Johnson wants the Snyderverse to return. Yeah, he's, well, he's like you know. He's going to be leading the way for quite a while in the DC universe now by the looks of it. So, Yeah, which, I mean, eh, for his character makes no sense, but okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know either. I, 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 I really know. don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he's also playing Crypto in, uh, <laughs> you see that? Super, uh, what's it called? Legion of Super Pets? Yeah. It's got a crazy cast. <laughs> like, I know the cast. The cast, the cast, is, cast is incredible. I, uh, I I wish I would have made notes for that one just because I was like, oh man, this sounds bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. yeah. So basically, um, Army of the Dead is great. You get a two thumbs up, even though it's a three three Chris Eds movie for me. You still get two thumbs up because it is a wild ride. Um, and that's yeah. it. That's all that's I gotta it. say. I yeah, I'm 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen. This is the second half of our massive dead double bill or double bill of the dead, depending on how you want to phrase it. This one is Dawn of the Dead. Mm. Coincidentally, what we did was we saved the best for last. Because you were watching the whole show, so you know that we literally said this is one of the best zombie movies of all time, and it is. But let's get started. Directed by... Some guy, I think his name is Zack Snyder. Yep. Screenplay is written by another guy who, uh, James Gunn with two N's. I don't James know if Gunn. anybody's familiar with that guy, but you can totally tell that that alone raises the script up yep. in comparison to the first <laughs> one. I'll say this. I, I like Zack, Zack Snyder. I, I'm a fan of his visual work. I think, like I said at the beginning, one of the most gifted cinematographers today. Yep. Um, and has had this crazy vision almost since the beginning. There's just something that he's doing that sets him apart from other guys. He's not much of a story guy, though. He's not much of a, a, like a screenplay writer type of thing. He's yeah. like... And this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and he needs, oh, oh, God damn it. He needs somebody to say, okay, but, like, in between these big, huge things, we, we got to have, like, like stuff in there, right? Yeah. Like, we got to have people sort of explaining and getting connections, and he's like, 
yeah, sure, whatever. And this happens, and then that happens, and then everybody dies because it's a zombie movie, and nobody lives. So, yeah, so having a screenplay written by this James Gunn character, really, really good. <clears throat> anyway, so the cast mm-hmm. is Sarah Pauly from Canadian fame, who was one of my first crushes growing up. Me too. Wrote that. And of Green Gables. I don't know how at, 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 in our age group, any guy that wasn't a, like at least had some sort of inkling sexual awakening of some part because I fuck we grew up with her, right? So yeah. she plays Anna Clark, who's a nurse. And uh, <laughs> I read that she took this role because this was actually a stronger female than what you'd normally find in movies like this. She's like, I wasn't a screaming damsel in distress. I actually had agency and I was actually like, like a tough girl. So I was like, yes, I'll take this role. Uh, Then that's followed by another actor. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this guy, Ving Rames. Ving Rames. Yeah. Yeah. He plays Kenneth, the police officer. Good name. Good name. Very proud name. name. Very proud name. Yeah. I believe it translates to handsome ogre. Handsome ogre. And look at that. Yes. He kind of has that ogre appearance to him as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 he does. Fellow I just kidding. We both know who Ving Rames is. He's been in like a million, he's been in like the Big most Bing! every movie. Every movie has got him in it. We just haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Pulp fiction on. That's right. Oh yeah. Jack Weber is Michael Shaughnessy, uh yep. TV salesman. Nothing special there. Mackay Pfeiffer is Thug Dad to be. That's not what he's billed as, but that's <laughs> that's, that's what I wrote. Um, only only because they had like streetwise guy whose girlfriend is pregnant, and I was like, yeah. that's streetwise. You didn't want to say Thug Wikipedia? Okay, we've got uh, another guy, Ty Burrell. Early role for him as Steve Marcus. Yep. He's literally douche businessman. That's yeah, he is, for him. he is the douche of this movie. Yes, he and he's the douche all the way through. Oh, yeah. The next guy, Michael Kelly, who is CJ, he's the head mall security guy. He starts off as a douchebag, but he starts to he starts to smart. But you up warm towards, up to him. You warm up to him. And he's got that he fine starts, handlebar mustache. He he starts to yeah, he's also got hair similar to mine where it's thinning here. Yeah. But it's longer here. So you should grow a handlebar. If I could, I would. Okay. I've always joked about growing a mullet, but this is the closest I've ever been to a mullet. If I could grow a handlebar mustache with this look, like just look at this. It's borderline skullet material. It is. If you just shave the sides right here, just just around the ear. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, then we got Kevin Zegers as Terry, who's a junior mall cop. Mm-hmm. And you've got Michael Berry as Bart, mall cop douche number two. <clears throat> yep. Lindy Booth as a young woman and Terry's eventual lady friend. She was billed as young woman. In Wikipedia, they put young woman and terry's love interest is what really her name is nicole like they say her name in the movie (laughs) oh no sorry uh wait hold on yeah that's yeah that's the one yeah i know and they do they say their name and i was like i don't understand this uh we've got jane eastwood who's played a crotchety cigarette smoking old lady in every single movie i've ever seen her in yep um she's norma the truck driver 
they made a point of saying the older truck driver. I didn't think that was necessary. <laughs> Boyd Banks is, uh, oh, fuck, I must not have. Yeah, Tucker. That's right. I did not write his name down because truck driver was there. <laughs> Ina Korobkina Korb, is Luda, Andre's pregnant wife. Artie Reed is the church organist. Kim, this is my favorite one right here. I say her name. This is my favorite one. Kim Poirier. She's another Canadian actress. Mm-hmm. She's billed as sexy woman on Wikipedia. <laughs> I read that line twice because I was like, wait, what? And then I watched the movie again and I'm like, she's got a fucking name. Just sexy woman. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all. That's all. Matt Frewer is Frank. Nicole's Love dad. Matt Frewer. Who doesn't? Max Hedrum? Man, I love Matt Frewer. That guy is awesome. <clears throat> We've got Louis Ferriera as Anna's husband. Yep. And Bruce Bone as uh, Andy, the gun store owner. Andy! And that is it. I love Andy. So, yeah, right out of the gates, this movie starts off nice and slow, like most zombie movies do. Yep. You know, just kind of ends. Anna's just doing her thing as a nurse. She gets home. You know, she's got a fairly happy uh, life with her husband well, you, and her daughter. You, you see a couple little things at the hospital first where you're like, oh, some shit's kind of going on around here. Yeah, they, they give you little hints. Like uh, she actually says at one point, like, oh, all from a bite. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. But OK. Anyway, back. See ya. Off to my own day. And then, you know, the next day for whatever, like the daughter gets it. And then because the daughter gets it, the husband gets it because he's like, and I like. I forgot how much this movie really did those like small suspenseful chills as they built up to bigger ones. So when you see the daughter, you know, she's a zombie. Well, she's not even their daughter. She's a neighbor. Oh, the neighbor. Sorry. Yes. And he's just like, what the fuck's going on? And you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, don't do this. Dude. Don't, don't do it. But I mean, in real life, you do the same thing. Cause your first thought isn't everyone's a zombie. Yeah. Yeah, I right? mean, she, she's a nurse, right? She sees the little girl all bloody, and oh my god, I gotta help this kid. Yeah, and then uh, she has to fucking fight off her husband, who wants more than what he got earlier. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, like, so the way the zombies, and this, actually, one of the things I liked about this, I, John of the Dead was one of the first times they had fast-moving zombies. Yeah. <clears throat> this was one of the first times they had fast-moving zombies, so I remember when I first watched this, I was like, whoa that's crazy like they're fucking sprinting um if they had no legs they're crawling but they're literally walking like dudes that have no legs walk where they just put them, yeah. like on their hands and, and stuff go yeah you know or they're like climbing along the pipes and stuff and you're just like this is nuts but it was crazy to see that um because like in 28 days later it's technically not a zombie movie because they're technically not zombies they're just Filled with rage. Yes. But that's like one of those, like, you really want to argue semantics, I'll give it to you, but it's a it's a fucking zombie. Movie. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking zombie. It's a fucking zombie movie. Like, if they bite you in any way, do yeah. you turn into the same thing as them? Yeah? Okay. If their blood interacts with you in any sort of way, like, gets inside your body, do you change into... Yeah? yeah. It's a yeah. fucking zombie. zombie movie. It's a zombie um, but they moved pretty fast in that movie. Now, which one came first? I think it was. Uh, uh, it was 28 days. It was 28 days. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. 
So I think 28 Days was the first time I saw fast moving zombies. Then I have, but I have they to weren't like, called like you said they weren't called zombies. Like, but I have to amend that because yes, I watched 28 Days. I actually watched 28 Days with you, and yeah, I have to agree that was the first time I saw fast moving zombies. Yeah. But at least in this one, they're full on. Like they are zombies. They're rotting. Oh, yeah. They're falling apart. They are the stereotypical zombies. But they're moving like sons of bitches. So that's like that ups the ante too. Yeah. Right. Because <clears throat> um, like when you watch Shaun of the Dead and they they <laughs> he goes into the store and it's like lumbering towards him. He goes in, gets his shit, like inadvertently dodges some other zombie just because he's moving at a normal speed. Then he comes back and the other zombie's like like just getting to the door by the time he's in and out. And you're like, that is so funny that they make it seem like it's hard to get away from zombies, but he's strolling. He's <laughs> just <laughs> uh, uh. But uh, so uh, having said that though, yes, Shaun of the Dead is a movie we'll, we'll get to on this camcast. Oh, Don't God, you yeah. worry. So once you get to that part where you like you establish, okay, now the zombies, I always find it crazy how quickly zombies spread, right? Until, you know, you just live through a pandemic and then you're like, oh yeah, no, it's because people are idiots. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. They're either idiots or they're selfish and they're just like, nah. like if somebody was just like, Hey man, don't go outside because of the zombies. They'd be like, you know what? It's my right to do whatever I want. So you know what? I'm going to go yeah, out. And it's like, I'm yeah, fine. Okay, but if you get bit, you can't come back in the house. So what's the first thing everybody does when they get bit? Pull their sleeve down, go cover it up. Yeah. They go in the house and they go, hey, yeah, everything's fine. Like, really? You look like you're about to die. <laughs> I feel great. The store was awesome. Um, you want to get in close? Because I'm really, I really want to hug you and then eat your brains. <clears throat> That's one thing I miss, though. They don't actually go for the brains anymore. They just eat you. <laughs> yeah, they just eat you. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Once they realize that there's so much more to the human body than just a brain. <laughs> yeah. It's a full feast there. Was it uh Return of the Living Dead where it was kind of a kind of a horror comedy? Yeah. And that's the one where they're like, those brains are just so spicy. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> anyway, uh mm -hmm. so yeah, like I mean, I, I like how you even have people like even before Anna gets out of her house, like she's just stepping out of her house and her neighbor's just like, back the fuck up, back the fuck up. Cause he's just like, I'm going to fucking kill her. And she's like, no, don't please. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, like uh, right off the bat, like this is the first Zack Snyder. This is Zack Snyder's first film. He was doing what commercials yeah. and music videos and shit before this. Yep. So, like this movie right away. I'm getting a feel like I haven't really got a feel of the screenplay yet, but I can see like the big ideas, the cinematography in that opening, like when she's driving away from that house and it goes from above and you see just hell breaking loose on this neighborhood. I was just like, this is one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. I'm actually going to give you like a flip side to it. So when she's driving home, yeah, there's an overhead shot too. And it's all just like brightly lit and it's all just like your, your perfect, like suburban area. So then, and it's all like really brightly lit. Like this is happy. Like everything. Hey, yeah. And then when that starts happening, it starts to darken a little bit. And then when you get that overhead shot, it's the same exact shot. Yeah. Now it's that dark flip where you're just like, Holy fuck. And it's quick, like explosions and 
Like yeah. people are getting hit. Blood everywhere. Like, and just... They're turning into zombies while they're driving. Like it's just insane. Like chaos is everywhere. Yeah. And it really does capture that sense of hopelessness because she's just trying to get somewhere safe. And everyone else is trying to do the same thing. And, and so like even like she refuses the woman. The woman's like, you got to help me. And she's just like, nope. You know, and then you have that other dude, the male guy, who's trying to actually get her vehicle, like get her out of that vehicle yeah. so he can steal yeah. it. And she's just like, fuck, like get out of here type of thing. And it's all just very real. And for his first movie to visually set the stage so good and so quickly, it's just like, like I said, like every time I watch a Zack Snyder movie, they are visually arresting because mm-hmm. like, I will say, in my opinion, Sucker Punch is his worst movie. Absolutely worst movie. But it's visually incredible. Oh, visuals? Gorgeous. Like It's a those... movie that, I, if it didn't look as good, I wouldn't ever want to rewatch it. But because it looks as good as it does, I want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that holds me back is knowing that it's actually a really bad movie. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. Like, even he tried to say, like, no, 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 it's it's actually a critique on uh, women in movies and video games. And it's like, no, I think you just didn't think you were going to get shit on for it. And then when you did, you were like, uh, what do I say? What do I say? Fuck. Damn. Uh, I, I can't say that they looked hot in those skirts. Fuck. You know, and because like they're talking like they're fairly young women in this movie. Like it's a million years old now because we're also uh, a million years. But still, that would I as I would say is his first movie, but it's still visually arresting. Yes. So to see. Even in his first movie, the confidence that he has. Is fucking crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's nuts, man. Like I. This movie no matter like i could not watch this movie for 10 years and it would still be just as vivid in my mind as like right after watching it that's exactly what happened i everything everything is so just like everything like the neighbor chasing her while she's driving and he sees something and goes off like no it was her husband her husband was yeah right her husband's chasing her and And then then as soon as he saw someone else that was an easier target. He just yeah. fucking veered. Like, like it wasn't like stop shift. It was just boom. So like the energy and just like <laughs> the suspense in that opening sequence. And then right after that, we go to that nice little like interview thing where the guy's talking, like when there's no room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. You get Johnny cash playing he's showing like the world go to hell. I'm like, everything about this is fucking incredible. Yeah, and also surprisingly topical. <laughs> yeah. You got some dude yeah. saying, like, this is God's, God's wrath because of uh, premarital sex, abortions, and gays, and you're just like, man, it's still a hot button. Every one of those are still hot button topics oh, for yeah. a lot of places, yep. like the United States. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're just like, like, the movie itself, in the original movie, was a critique on uh, consumerism. And that's why it was set in the, in the in a mall. And even in this one, it's still a, a critique on consumerism because of the mall. Because even like he, they're, they're like, why are they coming to the mall? And it's just like, 
reflex, like they're just habit, like they don't know any better. So they just go to what they, they think they know. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the mall. And it's like, Oh, that's crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That opening montage was really cool too. Like, uh, fuck it. but once they get to the mall, it's the same thing. Like it just quiet bit of suspense, a bit of suspense, bit of suspense. Um, and I'm glad I rewatched it. Cause I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking about it and I go, I remember being bugged by the fact that the uh, the woman got brought in and she looked like a zombie. Yeah. Like a giant did. bite on her arm. She already looked like she was decomposing and there and no one questions bringing her in. And my first thought was always like, why the fuck? But of course, you rewatch the movie and you're just like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because they didn't really they weren't making the connections because this is the first time it's ever happened there's mm-hmm. been no zombie movies or or literature of any kind so for them it was just like they're trying to piece it out so then they start make because of her they start to go okay well she was bit and then shortly after she was bit this is what happened yeah so we think we're pretty sure that the bite is is the cause of it but even then like this is what almost 15 years old and it's still visually incredible with the special effects oh it has aged so well it but it's also like... a fairly high budget practical effects though yeah and I, it's amazing that universal gave snyder that kind of cash like yeah could you imagine that like some dude who's doing videos and uh, music videos and commercials and then some dude who goes on to become a huge name but at the time is just a screenwriter and they're just like yeah you guys uh you guys work together figure it out here's a here's a truckload of money yeah go for it i don't know it's all the characters like everybody in the movie is really good too um and the chemistry is really good for everybody like the I characters just, I are amazing like the dialogue and and the little moments between all the characters that's when the script took notice with me and i was like well who the fuck's the writer of this movie like it now feels i like want to know who the writer was too it feels real, like I said, like with CJ, right at the beginning, you're like, fuck you, you piece of shit. But yeah. through the course of the movie, you're you're just like, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I understand. And he's really, like, working with him and holding his own and, like, trying to make sure nobody dies, you know? Because yep. mm-hmm. I think it went from being like, eh, it'll blow over to being like, okay, this is it. Like, this yeah. is do or die. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, and... That's the other thing, too, that you saw, which was missing in Army of the Dead, is almost every character has some sort of an arc to them. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got, uh, oh, I knew I should have thrown this away. <laughs> so you've got, uh, well, you got Michael Shaughnessy, the salesman, yep. goes from being like failed at marriage, a relatively good dad, bouncing around to jobs, to actually stepping up and being like a fucking leader to these zombie killers you know and he's flanked by a cop yeah you know a fucking cop who looks like ving rames i don't know if that's a big deal in in their world but that's a big deal in my world yeah you know anybody that looks like ving rames i'm like i'm gonna listen to that guy his arms are as big as two of my heads together (laughs) but uh so he steps up uh ty burrell is one of the few that doesn't have an arc but he gets what's coming to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Like most of the main ones have like an arc to it, which is surprising that that many people have arcs in it. Whereas 
Army of the Dead, the only arc was really Scott and his daughter. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, I mean. That was little, it. It was literally just. With the other characters, but you don't really dive yeah. into it. Uh, they kind of do with the with Maria too, where she's just like, "Don't you get it? I wasn't here for the the money. I was here for you." Yeah. And then of course that was immediately. I was like, "You're next. You're totally gonna die. Yeah. You're probably gonna die in front of him, and it's gonna be. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. All right." But that death threw. I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> it's weird because a zombie's breaking her neck. Just Why? Like, and then she's like looking at him, <laughs> looking right her. at him. I was like, "That's a fucking." It's a horrible way to kill somebody. <laughs> but for a zombie, like it made no sense. But it was yeah. still, it looked cool, but it was just like, ah. <laughs> don't think about it too much, Chris. Otherwise, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so the progression of the movie, when they start making the connection to the zombie bites, to finally just saying, like, we got to get the fuck out of here, then it starts to ramp up. And now we get into like frantic action movie scenario. Yes. But everything builds up to this and every step of the way makes sense. It's not just like uh, none of it, everything makes sense and nothing is thrown away. Right. There's nothing there in the movie that's there just to look cool. It just looks cool and it serves a purpose. Everything served a purpose. I was just, and Sarah Polly is so good in this because I mean, she had done a little bit of Hollywood stuff, but for the most part, she was always indie. So, like, to see I her in a hard. movie like this. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And uh, I hadn't seen her since, like, Anna Green Gable. So I knew who she was because she's she had a distinct look. And I knew she was. But, like, when you're a kid, you don't really make connections like, oh, you're a good actor. And you're a good actress or this or that. You just go, oh, I, I like her or I like this show. And that's it, right? Yeah, exactly. So now when you see her, you're like, she is really good really good and then of course in splice you're just like fuck why can't you be in more movies you're so good i know i wish she was in more like i don't think she's been in any i can't i don't think i've seen her in anything since splice i'm sure she I has but it must there was been. one other movie after splice but she also does a lot of directing and, i'm gonna look at uh, her uh, writing as well yeah i'm gonna look at what she's been doing right now let's see here i always find it funny like there's two types of uh of people when they're searching on the net for actors, there's people that use IMDb and then there's guys like me who use Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah. I, you know what? She did a movie called trigger in 2010, right after splice. Yep. She hasn't done a thing. since. And that's it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But most of it is like direct. Uh, she does directorial stuff and she, she writes, she's written stuff too. She's written some, TV shows. Yeah. Over the last I think the years. last bit of work has been like around 2017, 2018. Wow. That's I know. Like, I mean, good for her. She's clearly enjoying life and, but disappointing as a fan because I want to see her again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's so good. Like, so good. Hmm. Um, I will say that I, I know I said like at the beginning, there's really only like, two links to these movies aside from the spiritual successor aspect and that yeah. it's like of the dead and it's Zack Snyder. But the other thing is, is that they're both really downer endings. Dawn of the dead has one of the most downer endings I've seen <laughs> in such a long time. I remember oh, the yeah. first time I saw that and they got to the Island and I was like, 
man, what a great spot. A fucking, wait, they're on the island? Oh, fuck. And the whole end sequence is them just getting eaten by the fucking zombies. I was like, fuck. That was like probably one of the first times I got like a colossal gut punch from watching a movie where you're just like, oh, fuck. Everyone's Why? dead. Everyone's dead. Why? <laughs> you know, because like the only reason why this is worse than Army of the Dead is because Army of the Dead led into a sequel. This yeah. one, as far as we know, there's no hope of a sequel. Not at all. I mean, yeah, we got one in Land of the Dead, although I agree it should have been Day of the Dead. Like yeah, originally. Well, I mean, Land of the Dead was not a sequel to this. It was a sequel because that was Romero. It was a sequel to his yeah. series. Yeah. They made a Day of the Dead remake like three or four years after this, which funny enough stars Ving Rhames again as a different character. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And it's not connected to this movie at all. It's so weird. <laughs> that is weird. But then again, I think what it is is that the of the dead is synonymous with George Romero. Yeah. So if you use of the dead, most people will go, Oh, another George Romero zombie flick. All right. Mm -hmm. I wonder what part they're remaking, you know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And they even like land of the dead too. Like we thought it was a direct sequel to this, but it kind of wasn't kind of was, but wasn't. I, but I but it wasn't made by anyone that had anything to do with this movie. No, and that's like it was it was so just like wasn't Leguizamo in it too? Yep, and Dennis yeah. Hopper. It was <laughs> yeah. a Mario. It was Super Mario. That's right. Oh my God! Could you imagine that? Eh? Yeah. Too bad Bob Hoskins wasn't in it. I know it would have been perfect. He was smart. He's like, I already started one shite movie. I'm not being in another one. Yeah, Done. I got to keep my acting chops steady for uh, undefeated. <laughs> is that what it, no unleashed that's what unleashed. it was unleashed. oh man yes. oh i haven't watched that in so long ah, that's oh. such a good movie i think it's been i want to say about four maybe four or five years since i've seen it danny the dog danny the dog although it's been probably about a year since i've seen some of the clips on youtube some of those fight scenes fuck uh so anyway. long story short <laughs> down to the dead Mwah so good like for like again like i said for a first movie directing this is like right out of the gates incredible yeah i would never have charted his career to where it is now but i would have been like yeah this guy like he's definitely one to watch so then when i heard like Zack snyder and 300 it was like okay all right and then you watch it and you're like god damn it this is incredible yeah when they said visionary from the visionary director of Dawn of the Dead, I think I think that's what they said yes. when they were advertising 300. That's exactly it. And they showed shots of 300. I was just like, that is like something I've never seen before. It was close exactly. to Sin City, but totally different at the same time. It definitely, like, yeah, exactly. It had the same kind of idea where they would look at, uh, like, taking it from the pages, but it wasn't, like, carbon copy prints in fact it was almost like they were making remember like when early superhero comics would have like they would actually be uh animated panels yes yeah, yeah. so that's kind of what it, it was like a big budget version of that we were just like this is awesome 
Yeah. So cool. Like I, uh, I, I still think Sin City is a great movie. I like, I like Sin City. I think it looks amazing, but like, it's nothing compared to 300. 300 is a better movie, period. 300 is just a masterpiece. Like, oh, it's so good. And then, like, The Watchmen, everything that he did with The Watchmen, like, is crazy. Between The Watchmen movie, between the, the Black Sails cartoon, mm-hmm. you know, between the uh, newscast excerpts and everything, like, it's just, they went all out for that movie. That's what he followed with 300, right? Was, uh, uh, yeah, I believe it was Watchmen. Or was it Sucker Punch and then Watchmen? No, I think Sucker Punch came after. And he had uh, Legend of the Guardians in there, too, that cartoon he did. Oh, yes. that's You know what? I think that's one of the few Snyder movies I haven't seen, actually. Because yeah, I, I, I know I haven't seen it. Watchmen was after 300. And then, and then after Watchmen, he did Legend of the Guardians, which is a really good movie. Yeah, eh? Yeah. That's the one with the owls, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, really cool. Um, yeah, and then after that, was I didn't Sucker know he directed Punch. that actually. Yeah, which I thought was crazy. I was like, "Yeah, he directed what a, a weird pick." It's almost yeah. like like he would actually be not a bad guy to do a live action secretive Nim. He really would. Be. I mean, he goes okay. all over the place. Like to mm-hmm. follow like a PG rated cartoon after doing three of like the most brutal movies of the two th- early two thousand. Yeah, no kidding. And then he follows <laughs> up with like a uh, glorified sexcapade with Sucker Punch. Yep. Yep. And what's after Sucker Punch? Is it Man of Steel? Yeah, and then he gets into DC. Yep. Hilarious. Well, he was already into DC with Watchmen. Yes. But it's true. hilarious that like the movie that precedes. Uh, Man of Steel is Sucker Punch because mm-hmm. yeah, I watch Sucker Punch and I don't I don't literally go yeah this guy could do Superman and not that like Man of Steel is perfect and I'm not going to retroactively say like Zack Snyder should be on a, a Superman sequel or anything like that because I know like when we were watching Justice League the Snyder Cut and I, at first I was like yeah he should by the end I was like nah he shouldn't yeah. <laughs> what am I thinking Chris don't buy into the hype <laughs> he doesn't really get Superman Know who I always wanted but to do a Superman movie? If he movie? shot the movie, if he was the cinematographer, I'd be all over it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see a Titan face. Look at that handsome boy. <laughs> oh, he's so good. He's just sitting there. I know. Well, he's also getting pet, too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. I'm almost done, okay? Holy down. Yeah, I always wanted to see Kerry Conran do a, a Superman movie. Who was Kerry Conrad, the director of Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow? Yes. Oh, I always thought man. like a 40 style Superman movie done the way Sky Captain was done would be amazing. Yeah, actually, that would be. That would be. Oh, I knew it. Penny. It's Chris. Hey, Penny. It's Chris. It's right there. She hears it, but she's like, I don't I don't know what to do. Where is he? Where's Chris? Penny. Hey. There he is. Hey, you. <laughs> she's she wants me there. That's all it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why aren't you here? Yeah. All right, I'll put you down. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, we uh talked about Army of the Dead. 
We talked about Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. We talked about a whole bunch of other things. Um, I keep saying this. Well, very few people do this. I'm curious. Aside from the scammers that are looking for uh, money for sex or whatever the fuck they want to do, I want to hear your thoughts. What did you like about Army of the Dead? What didn't you like? Did you like it at all? Did you hate it? Did you like Dawn of the Dead? If you haven't, should you see it? Yeah, you should see it. When you do see it, come back and fucking message us. Let us know. Um, I might respond as C.R. Mercier, but that's still me. That's still me. That's part of the Geek Pants umbrella. But uh, let us know. (laughs) Thumbs up if you like this. That's what YouTubers say, right? Thumbs up if you like this. Yeah, thumbs Thumbs up, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Yeah, hit the bell. um, Share. Share. Follow. I try not to say this stuff because I feel like it's bagging. But all jokes aside, uh, thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you for listening to our thoughts and our lame jokes and sitting through COVID hair. Which, believe me, I can't wait to get this cut. Um, as always, you can see us on YouTube. You can mm-hmm. see us on Sound, or you can hear us on SoundCloud. You can see us on Twitter. You can see us on uh, Facebook. You can see us on Instagram. You can hear us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And as always, you can see some of us more than others on the geekpantsmedia.com. Yep. Um, you can definitely see Chris Fedick more often there than anything yeah. else. Uh, there's board off videos. Check out the board off videos. Those are always fun too. And because uh, if you watch more of them, Kenneth might actually release more of them. I'm sitting on I'm not a few. Winking, I'm, I'm not on winking a few. because it's not bullshit. I'm actually saying you should do it because uh, they are a lot of fun. And I have it's my a first vaccine. It's a different geek pants uh, foray for us. I had my first, I got my second one coming up on the 23rd. So nice. So maybe, yeah. maybe we can finally get back to some board off and you and I sing in the same freaking room again. Well, the second that we're both vaccinated is a hundred percent back oh, yeah. into the, yeah. Back yeah. into the sweat tank. Sweat tank. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It'll be weird putting on pants just to do a camcast though, instead of wearing weird. sweats. I'm, I probably will just wear the sweats. Like, I mean, who am I trying to impress really? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, all jokes aside, Geek Panthers, we really appreciate it. We love that you guys are with us for this, and uh, we love that you guys are subscribing like crazy too. Like, yeah, holy shit, man, we're up to two oh nine now. I know. Like, do but, you subscribe okay. so we do less videos? What, 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 what's going on? Like, we're up to two oh nine, but we're still in the game, like twenty two to thirty views. Bit, come on, peeps. Where's the other like two hundred people? Are you guys not viewing? You know what? I, at this point, I'll just I'll take what we can get because eventually we'll be uh, we'll have so many subscribers that YouTube will go. We have to pay them. So. Yeah, it's kind of reverse psychology, right? The less content, the more subscribers. I, I, they might have felt smothered. They might have. They might have. They yes, they just may have yes. Yeah. Um. Tune in to us in about two weeks when we do Invincible. That's the plan. It might change. <laughs> but we'll do invincible because i really do want to do invincible i thought that was a great show yeah they did some really cool changes with it uh plus the art style is amazing so i really want to talk about that uh we will talk about uh black widow we'll talk about loki because i haven't watched that yet but that's right that's on already holy man yeah wednesdays which is a weird show weird day for it but yeah 
I'm probably going to watch it on Fridays and that's that. I'll still watch it on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. days I have to avoid like comic book sites now. We got Loki. We've got uh, Shang-Chi. You know, we've got a bunch of movies coming up. Yeah. We got a whole list. We got A Quiet Place Part 2 if we ever get it in Canada. Yeah, I know. Like what? Or at least in uh, Thunder Bay. I don't know. I don't know what's happening outside of the world of Ontario. Maybe, maybe other yeah. people have it. And, uh, you know, possibly we've got older movies that we'll talk about. And then, of course, we're getting into December. So there'll be some Christmas episodes, but mostly it'll be devoted to, uh, I don't know, Spider-Man 3, No Way Home. I think that's what it's called today. Yeah, yeah, No Way Home. That's, that's what it's called now. In parentheses, Spider-Verse 2, <laughs> where everybody's in this movie. I feel bad for the people that were in a Spider-Man movie and they're not in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why that's how you know fall? you know that's how you know like your, your career is the shits you know yeah. like uh betty branch from the raimi movies she's not doing much now i mean she could be in this movie right that'd be great <laughs> it, it would actually be great she's a great actress i like her yeah Come on. so anyway geek panthers yeah. thank you so much um i guess the only thing i have to say is just uh just uh you know keep Keep on keeping on, you know. <laughs> and we'll see you in a hot minute. <laughs>